The K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. Welcome. You are in an area of the internet where sexual education and experience collide with the mandates of the self-proclaimed moral majority. Where the average person can explore and discuss interesting and pertinent sexual and kinky activities and learn to incorporate them into their daily lives. All without feeling the wagging finger of shame pointed at them from atop of the mountain of righteousness. This is K101. Your peek behind the leather curtain for all questions from the BDSM, fetish, kinky, swinger, and other sex-positive lifestyles. Thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 podcast. I'm your host, Mr. NVT. It never fucking fails. I'm your host, Mr. NVT. I don't even know why we bother. I am joined by my lovely wife, non-vanilla Trist. We call her NV on the show. Uh, you can Please. find me. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore NVT. You can find her on Twitter at Silly Kitten Eight Fifteen. Over in the St. Andrews Cross seat of honor. <laughs> even though he's not pointed at the directional mic, that's fine. Wall Street is. Uh, Wall, Wall Street is joining us in the that's chair of this evening for a little bit. It's my new baby. And me without my flogger. <laughs> right? I actually have two floggers in my rope bag, but we're not allowed to flog on YouTube because they really get, they get torqued out of shape about it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Wall Street. You can find him on on, uh, on Twitter, at Wall Street 711 As I look around the penis gallery, Orchid Fire. I see you back here, baby. It's wonderful having you in studio. Uh, Twisted Janie is back. KMFD Mike. You can find him on Twitter, at KMFD Mike 102. Cersei and Knotts. You can find her, at Cersei and Knotts. His happy pet. Uh, she's colored freedom on Twitter, but it's at his underscore happy underscore pet. Sin Kitty's over there looking delish tonight. I can't wait to get you up on the screen. Um, I really cannot wait to get you up on the screen. I'm not even playing a little bit. Um, I don't think you're joking at all. Not even a little bit. Uh, we can find her uh, on on Twitter at sin s y n underscore kitty. And thank you, Veritas, for the Saint Andrew's Cross that was brought in last week. We love Andrew. Yeah, we we've named him Andrew. That's his. That's the cross's name at this point. Wall Street, put yeah, your butt up. on the cross. Put your butt on the cross because that's how we set up the lights for the. There you go. Good yeah. job. <laughs> no, you're good. You can lean a little bit. You're all right. <laughs> At Veritas underscore I underscore M, overrunning our interactive producer area is Chapin at Sarah C five one seven on Twitter. Woo! That's right. That's right, boys and girls. I remember shit <laughs> from week to week, even. <laughs> Overrunning the video board this evening is Pantaloni's Desca. Uh, we have two new guests in studio. Uh, they were here last week. Well, one of them was anyway. Vamp and Slayer, Twisted Genie, um, and Opti Free. This is your second time in studio, but third time? 
haven't made it to but a who's full Karen? session yet. Yeah, you haven't been all the way through. Like, well, you're he's always, always, always busy. You're, you're doing shit on a regular basis. I get it. He was cleaning out his sock drawer. He's a mover and a shaker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just kidding. Anyway. Life happens. Overrunning my barnyard this evening is Sal, our engineer. So I wonder... Okay. Yeah. Uh, Here so, we go. So we talked about. No, no, no. no. It's, it's, it's actually a good thing. Hmm? You want me to talk like this? It's <laughs> no, a good thing for that. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. You know, you talk about YouTube, and we talk talk about what. Oh, I guess we got a caller. Yeah, uh, we got already. Hold on, hold on, second caller. Hold on, hold on, caller. Uh, I wonder. You know, so with YouTube and, and their their issues with yeah. uh, censorship and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I wonder if 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 Wall Street mm-hmm. was over there and somebody. Happened to approach him with a flogger, and he says, "I consent. I consent. No. I consent." No. Well, oh, you, I, I've got a better idea. Okay. So you know how pole dancing is like a legitimate activity in health clubs. Uh huh. Like, can we just maybe somehow make flogging, and can we like work that into? How, how do I work it now? into cognitive behavioral therapy? It works the arm muscle. <laughs> All I can, can we add cats? Is, we'll do we'll do a flogging class. Well, we, we can put cats on the counter, you know. And, you know All I can think it's of like is a therapy school session. Therapy. Richard Simmons. And a one and two and a three. Jeez. That's all I can Christ. think of. All together now. That's not something I needed in my head, but thank you. I'm so sorry. That's what happened. At three a.m. this morning, I'm gonna wake it, wake up from a terrible nightmare with Richard Simmons just be like. Oh. Vlogging <laughs> to the oldies. Vlogging to the oldies. Oh, I'm going out here tonight. Oh, Jesus. Vamp and Slayer, you get to stay. <laughs> Outstanding. Um, I know we have a caller. Caller, what name would you like us to use? Nerdy girl. Nerdy girl. All right, we got nerdy, nerdy girl. girl. Yet one more nerdy girl on the show. We got a bunch of them here. So woo, woo. it's wonderful to have you. It's wonderful to have you with us, dear. Did you have it's any questions? To be here. Did you have any questions before we get started this evening? Um, no. I mean, I uh, uh, could have. I mean, I, I could have some questions, but I, I pretty much just wanted to like uh, call in and, and talk to you guys and get involved. Outstanding. Well, hang out with us. Excellent. We'd love to have you. Guys, if this is your first time uh, and you're just checking out with the show, uh, there's lots of ways you can help us support the community by supporting our show. The first way, of course, is going to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash NVT Studios. Be a monthly patron. You get access to all kinds of uh, behind-the-scenes footage. You get uh, advanced content like, like this particular show. If you're a patron, you get to see it a week before everybody gets to see it on YouTube. You get advanced content for the audio podcast, behind-the-scene pictures, videos, all that good stuff. If uh, doing the monthly donation thing, even if it's only a dollar, isn't your thing, you can uh, check out the ticker below us right now. There's a merchandise link. You can buy merch like the K101 15-ounce mug. I think we have an 11-ounce mug, too. The new uh, K101 t-shirt. If you haven't had or seen one of these t-shirts yet, or if you haven't felt one yet, uh, feel. They're nice. These things are super soft. Like they are super, super soft. Super soft. So uh, gotta feel it. Yeah, we have a we have a ladies deep V neck tee. It looks wonderful How on my envy. It? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fucking deep. It's pretty fucking deep. So uh, we have that. Uh, it, it looks great on my wife. So it, it's a little cap tee. Okay. So, uh, I'll wear mine next well. week. Um, hey, if you didn't want to buy merch because you know you don't want to have your mother-in-law finding your kinky coffee mug in the in the cupboard or whatever, you don't want to have that. Uh, there's actually a donation button. You can do a one-off donation anytime you want. It's right next to the merch store. Okay, with that, 
I still think we need or, to do the Tazathon. The Tazathon? Yeah, you know, where you hook the tens up to me and then people call in for a dollar and they get a shock me virtually over the phone. You know what? That's I a love great that idea. idea. Yeah. There's actually a thing there's a thing I'll that we have. There's a widget there's a widget that's in our broadcast software that that keeps a ticker as to who has the biggest donation. So the bigger the donation, the longer the Oh yeah. I love this idea. This is a good idea. I've got to We're just like a pink spot, Don't don't forget your affiliates. Yes. Oh yeah. That people can go to the website to the affiliates. If you didn't want to do the Patreon thing and you didn't want to go ahead and just buy some merch to support the show and you didn't want to give us a one-off donation just for free money because we're giving you a great show um you could also um go to novanelatrist.com go to our affiliates page when you purchase I mean, you're going to go out and buy adult toys anyway so when you buy the adult toys through our affiliates instead of giving that commission to someone else you're supporting the show and we try to support other people that's right chapin did that today Ooh. didn't you yes i did oh, outstanding cha-ching cha-ching that means pizza next week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be, before we get started, can yeah. I make a quick announcement? Go for it. So, um, since this is in the future, yes, um, <coughs> yes, the winning lottery number. Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, I just want to say, yesterday was a very important day. Uh, she's not here right now because she's at her stitch and bitch with kittenkins, but um, pretty pretty tied up. And I celebrate two days. We celebrate obviously our wedding anniversary, and we celebrate the, uh, the our first date. Uh, and Aww. yesterday was 15 years since yes. our first date. Yes. Outstanding. So it, it's it's funny. So um, our first this is what a what a classy gentleman I am. Our first date we went to go see Hellboy. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if you know, but yeah, the, there's a new the reboot is. Yeah. And she looks at me. She's like, you know, we got to go see that. I'm like, yeah, yeah we do. Yeah, <laughs> so do. I love That's you, gonna sweetie. It's going to be great. <laughs> I just want to let you know, in the same sentiment, uh, I'm not really here. Yeah. I'm actually in Arizona. <laughs> That's right. You're in, Ari- you're in Arizona this time. <laughs> I'm just calling you from there. I'm giving you all guys all my love. I hope everything's working out fine. I hope you get tanner than you did in Florida. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm you're, on you're haunting this house with your whiteness. Projection, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> You see, you didn't think you're coming here to see that tonight, did you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I need that sound. So tonight, uh, we have. That's easy to get, actually. At least we're not in Delaware. No, we're not in Delaware. (laughs) Mike Myers needs money. He may sue us for it. It Yeah, I'd be surprised. (laughs) So tonight, we have three new people in the studio. Uh, The show we have lined up for you this evening is a. Is a relatively basic show, but we have some great content lined up. Um, we're going to put th- three new people through the hot seat questions. Uh, they're always fun because we get to put people on the spot and ask them all kinds of personal questions that they wouldn't have asked or they might not have been expecting to be asked before. And then after that, we have actually one, two, three, four men in studio that I know of that can be submissive. Two of them identify, three of them identify a switch, one of them is full on submissive. And uh, we wanted to kind of talk about the misnomers. And, uh, and and dispel some of the rumors and the bullshit. Uh, because there are plenty of submissive men that run around. So, uh, without further ado, uh, Twisted Janie, Vamp and Slayer, and OptiFree. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm here. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, like always. <laughs> oh. Oh, 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 let's get ready to tumble! Wow. <laughs> In Japan, men come first, women come second, or sometimes not at all. <laughs> Great. I gotta pay that motherfucker ten thousand dollars now. Damn it! Well, if it was his brother, half. Yeah, right. Uh, how did you find out? And when did you realize that you had a mind that was kink oriented? 
Well, put your mouth on. Yeah, you gotta put your you mouth. You gotta put first. your mouth for the big black thing. Nice. After being in many vanilla relationships, uh-huh. um, I liked porn that was maybe a little bit more unusual. Okay. And meeting people in the scene uh. and going to places and doing scenes in the past several months has helped me uh, come out of my shell, and I want more. So this was this is like really new for you then. Like this is like in the last year. This is me finding my people. Yes. Oh, all oh. right. You found your tribe. <laughs> nice. Opti free. I'd have to say, you know, high school years, probably with, you know, not the conventional porn, but I was interested in some of the more alternative stuff. Okay. And then, you know, we would take trips to New York City, so there was clubs there. Like, there was one called The Dungeon, which Mm -hmm. was a full sexcapade. Right. uh, And then, you know, college, further investigating and exploring more immediate things. Janie. Um, actually, mine was really, really young. I always had a computer in the house, and when I was around 10, I probably started looking up porn. Okay. God I came across kink.com around <laughs> 11, and I was like, yeah, there's no going back. There was, there literally wasn't. I can't do vanilla porn. I never have since then. Okay. Um, how long have you been a member of the BDSM community, then? Like, actually out in the community? I'm 26. You're 26? And I started the day after I turned 18. Okay. I looked up. I looked up some, you know, BDSM chat rooms. I ended up finding Munches, Fet Life, the whole deal. And then it was just a matter of. It was just a matter of finding wait, exactly where I fit. An adult and no one be like. Well, I was eighteen. <laughs> once, once I was eighteen, it was like the day after I turned eighteen. It clicked in my head. Oh my god. Okay. I am legal now. I can. I could do this. I can do all of the things. I could do all the, the things. things. All right. The things. Now we just kind of answered yours, Vamp and Slayer, it's, but officially. Like was was the was the munch local? Was that your first munch or no? Um, I broke off my vanilla relationship right before this past Thanksgiving, and the very next day I was at a kink house in Allentown with a friend of mine who invited me there. Okay, very cool. Up free. Yeah, very recently. I mean, it was uh, at a munch that that you guys put together date night. Mm-hmm. Um, so was it the one over here? Yeah. All right. And, so that uh, was like about a month and a half ago. Right. Chapin. Um, I feel like the opposite call. of a missionary. Like instead of bringing people towards Christ, we're bringing them towards Satan, and that makes me feel good. <laughs> I caught hey, that. It's hey, like hey, we're corrupting. Hey, hey. <laughs> well, there's nothing satanic about us. We're all about hedonists. We love. We have pleasure. <laughs> I just read a book that would dispute that whole scenario right there. Um, Opti free. What's yes. your favorite fetish so far? Uh, my favorite is sensory deprivation. Sensory Ooh. deprivation. Yeah. Okay. Note to self. Talk to Dom about sensory. I've got to say bondage. Um, before I realized that I was a switch, I was primarily submissive, and that's the only way I can go to subspace when I'm being suspended. All forms of bondage. Okay. Hello. Um, I'm not sure yet. I'm still experimenting because this is fairly new, but mm-hmm. so far I've experienced wax play, and I've prayed to the cross myself, mm-hmm. and... I'm not sure yet, but I want more. Okay. Yeah, the CBT, that's the answer you're looking for. <laughs> that's actually his one hard limit so far. Ah, uh, we'll get Aww. through that. Aww. Cock and ball torture. I've been threatened with that, and I'm going, gulp, but I'm willing to try. Call her on oh, Skype. Oh, we, good to know. Call her on Skype. We know that you're there, and we will we'll call and bring you in. I, I do hear you, so if you just hold on, and the, the host will bring you in when, he's, when it's time, okay? Yeah, i just got I got I to gotta get through some questions yeah. first. Donald. Thank you. All right. Um, now, 
I don't know who's married, who's not. I, you're married, right? Yep. Okay. Is your spouse aware? Do they participate in the lifestyle? No and no. No uh, and no. In fact, we talked about this subject uh-huh. um, on a show, Oof. when was it, November-ish maybe, about okay. uh, how to introduce a vanilla to a right. non-vanilla uh, you know, experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's, it's tough. Uh, we can get into that later, but yeah, unfortunately, no and no on We're both questions. Still working on it. Okay. Pam? I'm not married. Not married. And I have a few partners that I play with. Okay. And I'm very open and very honest you about have to who be. I'm playing with and doing yeah. what with. Right. And sometimes I'll even video chat when I'm with one partner with the other partner. <laughs> and we all have a nice little chat and fun. Janie? I have a boyfriend. He's vanilla. He's been to events with me and he's explored. Okay. He's interested in some of it, but not really. He's pretty much vanilla. Okay. All right. Well, at least he's open enough to... Open-minded enough to let this kind Before of Before we started dating, I said, hey, I'm non-monogamous. I can't be monogamous. So if you're cool with that, let's do it. All right. Mm. Sounds, that's awesome. That's, that is that's, great. That's yeah. ironic. Or not ironic. That's uh, unusual. I mean, that's, yeah. That doesn't it usually does have challenges. You see it, but not very often. Yeah. It, yeah. it does have its challenges. Don't get me wrong. You know, you're going to have the usual lover's quarrels about stuff like that. But yeah. it's about communication and being yeah. open with each other. Well, right. One of my partner's partners is non-monogamous, and, and she shares with me kind of the interesting dynamic that they have. But yeah. Jealousy is going to exist. That's just oh, yeah. how it works. Yeah. Well, he's so laid back, like, you know, I wonder if he's alive half the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, my boyfriend's very much alive. (laughs) (laughs) He's a great guy, don't get me wrong. He's just quiet. (laughs) I love him, seriously. (laughs) Uh, Is your lifestyle a 24-7 thing, or just as the bedroom allows? Who are you asking? Any one of you. Uh, for me, I consider myself in the lifestyle all the time. Okay. Because I'm DS. I'm not just BDSM. Right. But I do not currently have a dynamic that's 24-7. Okay. But if you were in a, a if I were in such a dynamic, it would be twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. Okay. I would say um, not twenty four seven, but I definitely will like play under the table at the restaurant and that kind of thing. Okay. Even the other day at a uh, Amish restaurant, I noticed that there were rug beaters on the wall and had other ideas for them. Sure. Creativity. <laughs> 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 Similar answer, I guess. You know, for me during the you know working hours, can't. But you know, when nighttime comes. If anything were to happen, I'd be down with that. Right. Uh, the way Wall Street and I uh, describe it here on the show. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you do uh, it. Twenty-four seven is who you are. Non-twenty-four seven is what you do. Yeah. So, yeah. That's was, a really was, good way to describe that. Yeah. I, I was recently told I was a structured free spirit. I go to work, I pay I'm the gonna, bills I'm going to renege on that And I say that because uh, I'm not 24-7 But I, I still consider my submissiveness Who I am Yeah. But I think it's more of just when I choose to you know, Take off the vanilla mask Versus when I don't Okay. Yeah. Every single dynamic is different And when someone says this is what our dynamic does Therefore that's what yours must do yeah. And that's how you must interpret it That's that's just wrong so I agree, absolutely, absolutely It's really right. hard to like kind of quantify that Yeah I don't like pigeonholing things. It's just, yes. yeah. People are square. Yeah, you're damn right. right. Since when? <laughs> Go ahead, label me. Label me. Yeah. Even even common day things could be submissive, like making someone breakfast and yeah. serving them Absolutely. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. All that could be exactly. That's the way. <laughs> Wife can be across. my food. Yes. And you Woman can do that thing for your partner without being their submissive and feeling like you're being. You know, oh, I can't do that for them. That makes me the submissive. Yeah. Just because you do something for your partner, that's the dynamic you have. And just forget what everyone else says. Yeah, you can exactly. open the door for her and still be her dom. Yeah. I do that. She's not exactly. allowed to touch doors. And if she go. reaches for the door, she gets a good hand slap. 
There we go. <laughs> and then and some then people may require their sub to open the door. Then, for them. then it just gets crazy from there. And then they kick us out of the grocery store. Grocery store doesn't like that very much. Grocery store frowns on that when you do that right on the green onions. Even Hooters frowns on it. Yeah, that's right. We almost got kicked out of Hooters for that shit. Get out of the frozen section. the one with all the pregnant ladies. Uh, not all of them. Yeah. <laughs> no. Same, same. It was the same ownership. It was the same ownership, different store. So, uh, all right, back on track, people. Back on track. Yeah, penises and vaginas. Uh, don't tell me where you work. What do you do for a living? IT project manager. Okay. Everyone's in IT. What is it about IT and BDSM? Answer to that, boy. We can get into that later. I've noticed that myself. I'm a kitchen manager. Okay. IT. And I'm technical sales. Technical sales. Okay. Um, he sells technical things. Yeah. Technically, he's in sales. <laughs> technically. <laughs> technically, he sells dildos, you know. So how do you make time for BDSM and then balance it between work, home, kids, family, the gamut? How do you guys do it? Because, I mean, the, the whole purpose for asking the questions is if there are new people out there listening, they're calling in. You know, like uh, like I know we have, we have a nerdy girl. She's new. Uh, she's a swinger who's learning. She's like very interested in our group so we want to make sure we're offering as much knowledge as, as other people are breaking in and, and the, what their experiences were so i think getting to know people in the community and finding out when there's events when there's weekend things during things during the weeknight and then you plan uh, for it and then i plan for them okay. I, so i leave everything open and i'm like okay i have this time slot i gotta fill it and right. i look for things okay there you go for me it can be difficult because since since i do work in retail and it's not a you know nine to five job I work weekends. There's we're open 12 hours a day, 13 hours in the summer, and sometimes like I want to go to an event, but it's six to two, and I'm not off till 10. Right. So sometimes I have to find out about it in advance and just put in a request off, or just yeah. find ways to get over, right. get with these people yeah, on my being, days off. Being a kitchen manager, Saturday nights are a little difficult. You're saying you got yeah, f- a little bit, you know. You're saying you got to find ways to get off. Exactly. So you know, there's a bathroom. <laughs> got a plan for it in my store. So you know. <laughs> Nice. I'll be Thank in the you. back room. <laughs> Try the field. I'll be here all There week. are no cameras in the freezer. Do you, and if so, how do you keep BDSM discreet in your day-to-day life? Because we don't walk around blowing the mind to the vanilla unless you're sin. I do. <laughs> some of us. <laughs> because some of us just were like, whatever. <laughs> you're going to get me fired today. So I'm just saying, I pulled up, I've made the mistake of fucking pulling up Twitter again, and what do I see is Sin's ass, and I'm like, shit, there goes my manager. I'm like, one of these days I'm going to come home without a job, and it's going to be your fault. I don't think we're doing a great job of concealing. I mean, we are on a public podcast right now, right? so concealing who we are, it's not clearly the highest priority of anyone here, but um, for me, I'm actually very open about it all. I figure if you don't, if people don't know, they'll, they'll learn the wrong things from different places. Exactly. So if people ask me or they find out about something, I'll just say, you know, this is what it is, and if you have more questions, you can come ask me privately. I'll send you some links, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right. I don't really hide it. That's great. And, and also, having a group as uh, welcoming as, as this one is, is a We're lot assholes, easier dude. to... Yeah, I know, but you, 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 you play a good game. Um, it, it, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm not getting sappy here or shit like that. It's just, you guys don't have any hang-ups... And you're able to be approachable and talk and not judgmental right. and label people. Yeah. I yeah. can't stand that around here. We do our best. Yeah, I know. Um, it's, it's hard to... Unless you're Veritas. We label that guy. It's insane. Well, you know, it's insanely <laughs> hypocritical. <laughs> 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 
to to lay, to, to, to be judgmental. And that's something I had to learn very early when I got involved. I'd see someone who was into a kink that I was not comfortable with, and my first reaction was, like, you know what? No, kink shaming is not cool. Like we can't judge. It's no. not. It's hypocritical for us. We have yeah. a saying: your kink is not my kink. Exactly. Exactly. Where's my chicken? Um, for me, for me, Go ahead. for me, I keep it on the low at work. Of course, I have to be professional. Um, but I have a few select friends that that know at work my kind of lifestyle I like. But I have group chats that I've cr- I, one that I've created called Fucked Up Memes and Porn. And <laughs> Can I get an invite to that? You absolutely. <laughs> we love to have you. And, yeah. and I, I want I want in on that. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we're back and forth. And there's one guy in there who makes vloggers for a living and is in the scene. And he's been a little bit of a mentor for me, and he picks on me, and is that he's actually called my personal bully in the in the chat. I named that. Woo-hoo. She did. And one thing I've learned was I was always picked on as a kid, and I was the brat that wanted to be picked on. Right. And now that I'm getting to learn more about this stuff, I'm realizing, yeah, I wanted that. Okay. Because I want that bad sure. attention on me. Okay. And so it's it's things have come to light, and it's. It's satisfying. Interesting. You like being humiliated. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. We're at the rapid fire section. Pew, pew, pew. Um, so think about these answers as quickly as possible. Ready? And we're going to go like this with our answers that way. We, uh, I don't want to keep trying to bounce back and forth here. So. Uh, name one to three things in BDSM that you haven't tried yet that you want to. That's a really difficult question. I like I, I, go, I don't. That's why it's rapid fire. That's why it's rapid fire. I honestly, there's nothing. Like I, if I want to try something, I try it. Okay. What haven't you? What haven't you tried? Blood sports. Okay. I do not oh, want to try but that. But you don't though. want to try it. Okay. I, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. I've never fucked anyone younger than me. <laughs> okay. Um, the vacuum bag where they put you in and it's yeah I know what you want yeah. Yeah. oh, oh that's so super scary hurt living, hurt living. oh yeah. god <laughs> no you need to come to my dungeon we have one. Oh no super scary up free I'm digging the cross you're digging I, I that, that the same you know, both both roles the, the giver and receiver okay uh, if you could have any kink fetish tool or toy no matter cost doesn't matter Learning how to use it, knowledge knowledge to use it makes no never mind. If you could have anything and know how to use it right away, what's the, what's your toy choice? What's, a what? Sibian. You want a Sibian? <laughs> Violet, Everyone Violet wants. says Violet. that. Everyone wants a Sibian. <laughs> there was the thing. I mean, that was all easy. females, all females say that. The smart dildo, yeah. and, and that's again switcher and giving. Right. The correct answer is Sibian. Just so you know. Um, <laughs> I told you right. experience. We're going to ask you this one real quick, and then we're going to go to our, our first break. Would you have sex with a robot? Yes. Yes. Yep. Go to break. <laughs> I knew that was going to be easy. That's, that's the correct answer. That one is yes as well. All right. You ready to head Normally out? Normally you'd say, does it have a heartbeat? I guess it doesn't really matter with the robot. Was I supposed to say I get that?
And we're back. And we're back. We're back early. I need that sounder. It's all good. Hey guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K1O Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Nominal Trust. We are in the middle of a hot seat question with three new people in studio, and we're having a great time. During this hot seat session, we are in the fast break round. Or what's it? Rapid fire. Rapid fire round. Um, you guys ready? Is that where you blow your load really quick? Oh, honey, it's me. It's like <laughs> so my email seconds. address is Wall Street 826 <laughs> at Yahoo. I like Call coffee. Call me. I love coffee. Coffee? Right. <laughs> ready? Does size matter? No. No? Okay. Size doesn't and matter. And I have had a micro penis, and I still say size doesn't matter. He was ah, great with it. his fingers. Oh. <laughs> my name is Sal. Hi, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I I already know the answer to this one because we were just having the conversation. Would you participate in a gangbang? A gang rape, preferably. Okay. So the answer is yes. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a yes or no question. Sign me up if Absolutely. you know one. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> describe your genitals. I have an innie. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> Um, I think that's probably the best answer we've had yet. Yeah. <laughs> I have an innie. I mean, it's true. It's an innie. It's an innie. Yeah, it's an, it's an innie. innie. You know, some people have itty outy belly buttons. I have an innie. Can I smell it? <laughs> Absolutely. Just the sound of you know the buckle coming off. Yeah. I would describe my generals as a time as a timeshare. As a timeshare. <laughs> That's his nickname in the group right now. Wow. wow. Do you have permission to be here? I'm a grower, not a shower. You're a grower, not a shower. Found it. All right. <laughs> White man's disease. So. Yes. <laughs> it just makes it. for easier packaging for travel. You don't have to worry. It comes out when you need it, and when you don't, it's just back in this little case. You're fine. That is terrifying. Stop talking. <laughs> uh, when was the first time you masturbated? Ooh. Me? Yeah. Uh, Actually, <laughs> no, this was a thing I wanted to, to test with myself. When I was 12, I remember telling myself, okay, I'm turning 12. I want to remember that I was already masturbated when I was 12. So I turned 13. I was like, yes, it was a whole year for sure. <laughs> so probably like wow. 11. So around, around 11, okay. Uh, mine was around 11. My cousin, who was a male, said, look, you can do this. I'm like, oh. And I, that was like, exactly. <laughs> Just like that. It happened. So how, how old were you? I'm sorry. About 11. 11. There was a day when I stumbled upon my dad's penthouse collection, so I uh -huh. was probably 11 and a half or 12. 11 and a half or 12? Yeah. All right, cool. You started breaking into shit. Well, we all started pretty young. Do you have a virginity story you're willing to share? <laughs> um, no, thank you. <laughs> I didn't lose it until I was 18. How about we leave it at that? Okay. Please. I was raised in a cult, okay? Okay. <laughs> um, I had a treehouse or fort out back and had a loft all carpet and everything else i built all kinds of stuff and this neighbor girl came over i'm like do you want to go up there and okay well back then i had kangaroo sneakers well they have that little pocket on the side yeah. kangaroo sneakers everybody remember that yeah and you know the bowling alley had a vending machine for condoms that i had purchased <laughs> a year before that <laughs> and let's just oh, say so they were good and fresh. Year old, like year old condoms um, break pretty easy, and thank God, at 15 years old, I didn't get her pregnant. Still shooting blood. <laughs> Outstanding. Wow. It was your standard two Who pump jump experience. Who knew that's what kangaroos were? Your standard <laughs> two pump jump experience. A yeah, couple beers and a, and a loose high school girl, and 
There you go. There you go. How loose was she? <laughs> she got around. Everyone got a turn. Like, hello? Everyone hello? Got a turn. She's hello? like the vintage bicycle. Everyone gets a ride. You get a cock. You get a cock. You get a cock. Everybody gets a cock. I dig in my badge and a dig in my mouth. Describe your sexual self from high school. Uh, again, I was raised in a cult, so think like Amish, but Jewish. Okay. You were Jamish? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I had my buttons or, or buttoned all Jewish. the way up to my be... neck. I had my, my sleeves all the way up to here. You know, I, I, if I would show my ankle, I, it literally felt like the 1800s. <gasps> ankle! So, wow. Yes. High school sex life. So um, my parents knew where I was, safe in my bedroom, and my girlfriend... Our mom put her on birth control right away, so we were just allowed to be in the bedroom and do what we had to do. Oh, right. Sneaking Sound around. Awesome. Like, like during high school? During high school. Outstanding. Yeah. We got to bring your parents on the show. I <laughs> oh, my God. She <laughs> would totally I, come on the show. I didn't have to sneak around in the backseat of a car until 35. <laughs> you, you felt you were missing out? Is that what it was? <laughs> like, I'm going to try that. Donna would totally come on the show. My mom? Yeah. yeah. My mom would come on the show. She, Outstanding. She bring her. She knows all this stuff. Bring her. Awesome. Northern New Jersey, Jewish woman. American princesses, just say no. Uh, Do I need to say any more? No, I guess oh, not. Oh, man. <laughs> it's us, us Jewish girls. We're freaks. What type of ass play do you enjoy? Is there anything that's off limits? I enjoy uh, receiving anal and giving anal to males or females. Okay. So once again, Wall and Street, 0826 <laughs> at Yahoo. And um, the one thing that's off limits with my ass is, well, actually two things. One, no ass to mouth in any direction of any kind. Okay. And also, I will not pl- do any, any anal play unless I've prepped thoroughly first. Not okay. even in the heat of the moment. It's not okay to There's go. no heat of the moment. The heat will be gone. <laughs> You will be Sometime kicked out. In the no, he was, he, was quoting, he was quoting clerks, too. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes, Sometimes when you young. It's okay to go so ask the know. I knew it. <laughs> go it's home, Randall. <laughs> um, anal play, um, give or receive, guys or girls. Okay. But, uh, whatever. Give or receive, eh, got to be careful. I don't. Uh, the hard limit would be a, you know, a cock. I, I, I'm, I'm straight, so I don't need any of that. In my life, okay. Um, sex toys, consider it, but you know, you yeah. still know it's okay. Yeah. We'll bring you to the dark side. <laughs> While we played, it's just you know, I need, I need, like, like she said, I need adequate preparation. Sure, everybody, yeah. adequate. You should always adequately prep for that. That's not. You should a lot of stretching and kegel exercises are involved. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> I just want to say, if you're planning on having any kind of sex with anyone, preparation is nice. This is why we shower. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Do you identify as a top, bottom, master, slave, switch? Uh, switch and a baby girl. Switch and a baby girl. Um, more sub and a little bit of switch. More sub and a little bit of switch? Ditto. Yeah. Sub, more sub, a little, little more switch. Okay. Would you switch cool. for the partner if they asked? I think everybody just kind of said yes. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe Sorry, not for gonna. you. <laughs> it's just not the energy we have you know that it's, some partners you feel it. dominant yeah. towards and some you feel submissive towards yep. so it really depends yeah <laughs> yeah can you imagine topping him oh my god no we exactly. had this we tried it, it didn't we work. tried it exactly it sucked beyond sucking it was like, i tried it was, to get it was, him to dominate it was, me it was it about as it was about as coordinated as a soup sandwich <laughs> <laughs> 
I, it was, it was just fun so to play terrible. with like a football bat. It wasn't. I, I feel like I need video of this. It sounds amazing. Oh, it was horrible. I literally tried to get him to do it. You he know, had no idea what he was doing. We actually have video of that. No, we don't. We didn't video that? No, well, now we you didn't. need to do it again. With the energy I have with her, it's more like I want to please her. Sure. That, that sub state of mind is there. I want Absolutely. her to be happy. I want to please her, mostly. Um, and there's subs that I'm with, that other subs that I'm with, who they're trying to teach me to be more dominant because they like to be dominated. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a learning process. Yeah, I, I echo his his comments. I mean, it's just yeah, that's how I'm oriented. So. Okay. Uh, do you like to plan out your scenes, or are they impromptu? It depends. If I'm playing with someone for the first time, there's a lot of planning go, um, going into it. And then as I get more comfortable with them, it becomes a lot more organic. Okay. Um, because I'm new, I, I prefer that she plans it and suggests things. And I'm like, okay, I'm willing to try. Okay. Not a specific plan, but I have ideas. If they don't happen to work out that way, no big deal. You can go with the flow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, is there... What was the last task you were assigned or that you gave out? Um, I told him to suck my boyfriend's dick. Okay. He did it, by the way. Well, yeah. In public, in the hot tub. At the corral. At the corral. (laughs) Yeah, she told me to look at me. She said, go suck his dick. And I'm like, looked at her. I'm like, okay. That's 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 what's happening next. And I made sure it was okay with him, consented with him. And... I knew that that would make her happy, and one of my other partners was sitting on the edge of the hot tub, and I knew she would enjoy me watching me do it, too. So I'm like, okay, and I did it. Guess we're going down. Yep, let's do it. All right. Had a rare hot streak last weekend where oh yeah, <laughs> was able to put my dick in. She told me, put your dick in my mouth after fucking her in the vag. So uh, that almost never happens. Wow. So, That's yeah, on my bucket mom. list. <laughs> Aren't you a lucky boy? Yeah. Um. A favorite genre of music that you like to listen to when, during a scene? Oh. Say the whole It's not that rapid fire. <laughs> I'm like, this is going into a different place. Um, I don't actually sing to music when I'm topping. When I'm bottoming, it's whatever the Dom wants. Okay. Um, I've only seen twice and there was no music. Okay. That's because funk. I was talking. Funk. Make it funky. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, are we talking like Bruno Mars funk or like 1970s? No. Bruno Mars is not funk. That's All right, not you know funk. what? George Clinton. George Clinton. Oh, 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 oh. Nice. Yeah. Uh, do you feel the current expectations within your dynamic are too high or too low? I don't have a dynamic like that. The closest thing would be the fact that I've topped him a couple times. And that's not really a dynamic. It's really right. just, you know, we play around. So okay. mm-hmm. I feel that there's there's more out there I want and mm-hmm. more I want to learn. So I would say right now they're low, but I want to change that and okay. get more. Yeah, I, same story. It, it's usually low reality, but higher expectations inside. Okay. Do you relinquish or require uh, control of your partner's social media accounts? God, no. I, f- I feel that having... Um, some personal space and privacy, at least for me in my dynamics, is important. I am not a slave or master type person. Okay. Uh, social media, I'm a free spirit, and I like to make people laugh and smile. So mostly it's all positive stuff. Anyway. Right, but do you, would you, do you give up control? Like they can go through your social media, your, your dom can go through your social media? If she really wanted to, I would let her go through my social media. Okay. I have nothing to hide. Okay. 
same here. It, it you know, it, if you want it, it's there. Probably she wouldn't do it. So okay. Uh, do you like to play in public? I already know the answer to two of those. <laughs> the question is, am I okay with playing in private? <laughs> it's, it's, what, what, what won't I do? There's no one here. I guess we'll do it. I was going to say, the, the, the question just a few minutes ago, hey, suck his dick, that kind of goes the, yeah, all right, I guess we're okay with playing in public. Oh, yeah, that, that part you heard, and my first scene with her was a open scene, and there was someone sitting on the couch as I was getting ready, and I was perfectly okay with that. And at the corral, they have the chain you can put across the door so people can watch. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've done that, and I felt like I had to perform harder mm-hmm. because people were It's watching. a little difficult, isn't it? A little more, but yeah. I feel like I had to do that. And there was about eight people in the hallway. Yeah. So later on, someone in the, in, in the smoking room said they were thankful that I left the chain up so they could watch because they're not into the scene, mm-hmm. but they're voyeurs. They like to watch. They like to watch. So realizing that I made those eight people happy and the person I was with, I'm like, mm-hmm. I just satisfied nine people at one time. <laughs> Big red cape and a gold ass hanging off your dick. That's awesome. one dick and one mouth. Look what you can do. Wow. I'll be free. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd be up for it. Uh, I have no, really no qualms anymore about public display of any affection sexually or, or even vanilla. I, you know, some people, a lot of people do. So it's it's something a lot of people have to get over. Right. Okay. Uh, do you have any rituals that you perform daily within a dynamic? I do not. Okay. Um, I do not. Nope. I'm going to start clicking this before I do that. All right. Now the really rapid fire. This is an either or you have to answer. Butt plug or anal sex? Anal sex. Anal sex. Plug. Syrup or jelly? I'm sorry? Syrup or jelly? I don't understand the question. <sighs> just put one. Just, just put one. She's so I'll explain it to you after you answer. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> it, I don't, a, I don't even a, hear an or in actually, there. Actually, it's a, it's a, you've already kind of, you said no ass to mouth, so there's no. Never mind. It, the answer is no. Have you heard, have you heard of that Tracy Tossing board? salad. I thought it's an either or. It, it's tossing <laughs> salad. I know what that is. Okay. Yeah. Well, most, I prefer syrup or I prefer jelly. Would you Ew. prefer syrup or jelly? <laughs> it's a joke. Have, have you sure, so you heard of that show on TBS? I prefer tequila. Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, you have to pick syrup or jelly. Get there. You have to pick syrup or jelly. Syrup. 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 Have, have you heard of that show on TBS with Tracy Morgan, the last OG? Yes. Wait, yes. I've well, they just made they just did a commercial for the new episode that's coming out, and they made a syrup or jelly joke, and that's I thought it was awesome. hilarious. Excellent. Excellent. I thought it was. I'm like, oh god. Do you enjoy Impact Play? Yes. Maybe. Still learning. Okay. You like being spanked? Maybe. Yeah. Still learning. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, spankings. Flogger, crop, open hand, paddle, or other? Yes. You have to pick one. This is either or. Um, floggers, preferably. Flogger. Riding crop. Riding crop. Paddle. Paddle. Wow. There you go. See, we're all yeah, you like that riding crop. Bondage. Rope bondage or cuff restraints? Rope. Cuffs. 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 Rope. Poly or hemp? Poly. Not experienced either. Hemp. Hemp. Rope bondage. Dominance bondage, sex bondage, or decorative bondage? Decorative. I would say decorative. Sex. Toys. Solo play or partner play? Solo. Both. Pick one. Pick one. Partner. Mm, I'd love to say both. Partner. Partner. It's interesting how we're seeing a divide between the female and male. <laughs> it's almost like that happens naturally sometimes. 
Uh, absolutely. We did a five sim at the corral. So you would rather five, or would you rather three? More. More. Okay. Um, at the corral, the one day was the three, a two, and a five, and I think the three was probably easier. So you like the threesome? Yeah. Okay. More. More. That's because it's before you came. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you participated in an orgy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> by We're all there. Definition? No. By Central Pennsylvania's definition? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, by Central Pennsylvania's definition, if the cat's in the room watching it, that's kind of like, hey, what's going on in here? If you masturbate with both hands, that's yeah, yeah. an orgy. Was, was there three, a sheet between three sheep. you? Stranger in the room. A sheet. A sheet. Yeah. A, sheet. a sheet. And there was a hole cut in it, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, do you enjoy porn? Absolutely. Oh. Cue the band. I've actually been in porn. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a necessity. Okay. Do you watch with your partner? No. I have, but no. I have. Yes. I try. <laughs> you sounded all reluctant when you said that. Like, like yeah, 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 I suppose I'd rather watch with me. for about 45 seconds, and then <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> it's funny. That's what I say. <laughs> I don't know why they go. make who's what. Seriously though, who watches two hours of porn? Why do we even need to make it that? They're long? there it's like, for like sex parties. Yeah. So that it just sits on awkwardly on the TV in the living room. Yes. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. That's what it's there for. On all the big screens at the club. Yeah. So like, why is this yeah. here? Yeah. I would prefer Final like Bob's Burgers or something to be playing. <laughs> Objects are larger in television than they appear in real life. I'm going to need one of those review mirrors. One of those 60-inch projections. They actually, so really, you may crazy. not want to hear this, but they actually did do a Bob's Burgers porn, if you want to check that oh, out. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, oh kind, of, action? it's kind of terrifying. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, Ultimate Fantasy and BDSM? Um, Five-person five cop gang rape? Okay. I like how you put in the word cop. You're very oh, specific. It's, I'm very into cops. Okay. I like to uh, authority. Yeah, say again. I would say being tied up and used. Tied up and used? Okay. Yeah, blindfolded, um, two lesbians, and, uh, you know, a lot of touching. And a lot of touching. That's just go. pretty fucking good, but I wouldn't mind that one. Um, if outed, how would you explain your kink and interests? To family and friends? Um, well, when my mother found it, she threw me out of the house and called me a slut. But I don't I don't really bring it up. If they bring it up, I let them know. And right. if they decide to ostracize me for it, then, you know, bye, Felicia. I don't care. Um, I mean, Mom knows about a lot of stuff I do, but that's also where I get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you come by it honest. See? <laughs> come no, by it honest. And Grandma. Get it? The come apple doesn't rot far from the tree. <laughs> None of your fucking business. There you go. <laughs> Let me be happy. Yeah. All right. I'm down with that. Um, I always love that about um, our family, how yeah. the strictest of the person in the family, it's like, I know where I get this from. Yeah. <laughs> you can't hide from me. You're not me. hiding from me. <laughs> uh, how do you handle kink-related conversations with vanilla people in public? For example, someone's talking and they, they, they just read Fifty Shades of Grey and they think it's just the greatest book and they, they believe they know. I get it. I get it. I'm with you. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> would use that exact example because yeah. I've told them that in an abusive relationship. <laughs> and you want to know more about that than you just... 
I'll give you places, but that's exactly what I do. I'll I'll say stuff like that. I'll right, straight up say, hey, listen, I see you're interested. Let me give you the facts. Yeah. What's your new way of calling Fifty Shades? It's Fifty Shades of Cray. <laughs> if he wasn't a billionaire, he would. This would be an episode of CSI. Absolutely. <laughs> nice. Or cops. Yeah. Yeah, like it's only because he's rich. She wouldn't be tied up in a nice velvet room. It'd be the back room of a trailer somewhere. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that if she wanted it, but like it, he was a stalker and all that, and it was a problem. Yeah. My favorite thing about that series is they interviewed E.L. James, and and they said, "What kind of research did you do on on the BDSM lifestyle?" And she's like, "I didn't. I, I didn't just do made any it research." Up. She, 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 yeah. She's just like, "Yeah, this is what it sounded like it should have been." And that's what I hate so much. I yeah, have a problem with someone yeah, reading a story. Like, you watch porn, and you know that that pizza delivery guy is not, you know. But and right. there's nothing Extra wrong with sausage. that. <laughs> I don't have a problem with someone reading something just for the porn. But when it becomes this breakout sensation, yeah. and that's the only introduction to the lifestyle so many people get, that's the part I have a problem with. Right. If there was so much stuff out there already, and this was just a story... I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. We've had this conversation. We've we're, as a group, more we're kind once, of the opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. As a group, we're kind of the opinion that it's a mixed blessing. It's terrible because it paints the lifestyle in a bad light, but in a way, it's kind of a positive because at least it, it gets the it, it door made it open. mainstream. We can talk <laughs> about right. It. So if we can get people in the door, but then stop them before they go too far down that hole, we're good. And end up yeah. dead in an alley. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. You you just you just drop, you drop the knowledge bomb on them. How do you handle yeah. it? With oh people yes yes no I, I I tell them how it really is and just you know yeah. go from there. Drop the knowledge bomb and yeah. but you do it politely. Absolutely, okay. I want them to get the the good you know impression, sure. not sure, sure. that like I'm a serial killer or something. I'm with you. I'm very open and honest, so I just overshare until they tell me to stop. <laughs> <laughs> when you see them get become you know, physically uncomfortable yes, while they're pulling to, away, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, all right, they're starting to recoil. I should yeah. probably shut up. Can you not get your cock out, please? Right. <laughs> You're <laughs> not going to pull your dick out, are you? right now. It's part of the demonstration. <laughs> Sir, I asked to see your <laughs> ID. <laughs> <laughs> not your DI. <laughs> Excellent. And hey, really, That's if it's Denny's, he's, at home. this not is the, the first person who pulls his dick out of Denny's. He won't be the last. I'll keep my mouth shut until something stupid is said, and okay. then I will yeah. uh, pretty much go. You That's don't know what the fuck you're talking yeah. about, and you want to learn more. You know, do some homework. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is the big one. If you, what is the main incorrect assumption vanilla people have about BDSM and fetish lifestyles? That if you could, re- if you could dispel the misnomer. Whenever I say I'm going to the dungeon, people are like, "Oh, so you're going to your sex party." People seem to think that DS specifically, and not just BDSM, is about kinky sex, about you know floggers and cuffs and all that. And DS itself is such an intense and important lifestyle, akin to and even beyond a marriage. And it has nothing to do with sex. It doesn't have to involve sex in any way, shape, or form, or even BDSM. Right. And that is the part that I wish people understood the difference between DNS and MNS and BDSM and the lifestyle it essentially can, it can be a power exchange yeah. it doesn't have to include sex exactly, exactly. Okay. it doesn't have to include sex it doesn't have to include anything kinky they could literally not have a single toy in their house or anything like that that is the one big thing i wish people understood okay i would say that explain is it's it sometimes it may look like abuse but it's not it's right. consensual between the two and it's a whole different level that they don't even understand okay yeah agreed it it, it um it, it, it's demonized as a deviant behavior by the moral majority, and 
Uh, I I don't want any part of that. What I do is is for me life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, kind of shit. Right. And exactly. There, you know, there's no place for it anymore in society. Right. It, there's no need to to label someone as a deviant or you know. And, and that's that kind of conversation needs to just stop. Okay. Guys, we're gonna go off the break because we are well past. Um, we're gonna kick off the break. Four minutes. We'll be back, and we're gonna dive into submissive men. Why are we here? Debauchery. about going to a broadcast partner of the non-vanilla trist k101 podcast where you can have access to our show that much faster at scottwillkillyou.com you can listen to the k101 podcast as soon as it's available before it streams up to stitcher and itunes or any of the other audio platforms we're on in addition you'll also find fresh episodes of puck and scott's funny movie review podcast our reviews will kill you and the doncast a podcast that discusses today's topics of a more serious nature. One-stop shopping, right? Type it in your browser window now. Hey, have your digital assistant remind you. ScottWillKillYou.com Because Scott will kill you with content. Mr. NVT wants eight three 72-ounce steaks in one hour. He spent the first 55 minutes having sex with his waitress. Contrary to popular belief, America is not a democracy. It is a Mr. NVT-tatorship. Mr. NVT can touch MC Hammer. And Tom Brady was overheard saying, Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and 
back. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. There we go. <laughs> I didn't hear it the first couple times. I'm back. good. I'm good. I'm, I got it. We're fine. 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 We're back. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> we'll just fucking do it live. That was awesome. That was awesome. Guys, thanks for hanging out with the K101 podcast. Sorry we went so long on the first one without going to a break. I just I was on a tear and uh, and we wanted to get through the the uh, the hot seat questions as quickly as possible. We have someone on the line. Excellent. Sure do. Is Don Mar still on the line? Hello. Can we hear? Yep. We got yeah, you now. There I'm you here. Go. There I'm you go. Hey, hey, sorry about it. it. Took so long. I, I wanted to get through the interview before I before I brought. You I back miss you, Don. Um, when are you Not coming back to PA? Yeah. When when are you coming back to Pennsylvania? Hold on a second. When are you coming back to PA? Me? Yeah. Yes. Everyone else I, is I am in PA. <laughs> Can you hear me? Why are you not here? I am in PA. You, you are in Pennsylvania right now. Oh. Why are you not yes, right here yes. right now? Why aren't you here? God, is that you? <laughs> it was, I, was, I had something else going on tonight, and I didn't actually realize you guys were going to... I, I almost said I should have just come straight over. Oh. Whenever um, you, we do the live show every other week. Every other Wednesday night is the live show. That's when we're in studio. Yeah, and I, I actually have something that goes on on Wednesday nights, and I didn't realize you guys would be there this late because I could have come over after I was done, but I didn't realize it. <laughs> yeah. How long are you going to be? Now I know. How long are you going to be in PA? I live here. Oh, wait, oh so now you live in PA? <laughs> no, th- this isn't Domum. Wait. I just realized that. No, I think you have the wrong person. Oh, my God. Oh. I was talking to Domum. This is Nerdy Girl. Yes, she yeah. Is. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm this doesn't sorry, sound like Dom. I'm sorry, nerdy girl. Yeah, right? I'm sorry, nerdy girl. We, we have we have Dom on the Skype call, or we thought we had her on Skype. Is she, is she still on? Uh, oh, she is there. Uh, All right, so Dom. Oh, you stupid. I'm sorry to keep you both on hold for so long. My apologies. Dom, no, when no. are you coming back to no, PA? No. <laughs> I don't know at this point. Oh. Okay. I was planning on coming. So what you're saying is we need to orchestrate a kidnapping, consensual non-consent kind of thing. Fund me, fund me, Paige. <laughs> so you're missing ZentaiCon? I feel like ZentaiCon is just happening. Yeah. That, so, that, that happened this past weekend. Oh, did it? Yeah, that was Shit. this past weekend. Interesting it. side note. <laughs> so the Dom sent me... Apparently the Dom and I were celebrating five years on Facebook. You know when you do those like anniversaries yeah. that shows your memories? So it, she sent me the video, and the very first memory was when I tried to start the GoFundMe to orchestrate her kidnapping. Well, that would be accurate. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Hysterical. That is a riot. Excellent. So guys, we are going into... <laughs> Um, a section. Uh, actually, before we do that, ladies, did, did you have any questions for the uh, for the hot seat? For the, did you want to ask any questions now that now that my my rapid fires are done? Beep, beep, beep. Um, I do have a, a one question. Go ahead. Um, I know I know some of you guys um, uh, swing as well as you do your, your BDSM. Um, when you are swinging, do you look for other people that do BDSM, or do you do other stuff as well? Who wants to go first? Swinging to someone who's not so much into BDSM. Swinging to me when I go to the club is just swinging. I'm looking for that. I'm not really looking for the BDSM. Okay. Only had one opportunity to do it. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not looking for anything specifically. Is someone, does someone on the phone have fireworks going on? Who's off popping right popcorn? <laughs> It, it actually does sound like popcorn. Somebody's calling from the front lines. <laughs> <laughs> Which trench are you in? We'll come get you. Yes, we'll save you. Where is the oil? America needs your oil. <laughs> <laughs> For me, uh, swinging actually isn't, you know, the whole with 
my boyfriend and with someone else's boyfriend and girlfriend. It's pretty much just that I'm open. Right. Um, I mean, he can be there, but I'm just open. So when I have sex with someone, for the most part, I want them to be rough the way I am. I don't do vanilla sex. Okay. But it doesn't necessarily need to involve Get, implements. get a little close for me. Right. It doesn't necessarily need to involve, like, implements, like chains and all that. But, you know, like the... Um, I'm a dirty little girl and, you know, the nipple pinching and all that. That kind of thing does need to be there, whether I'm topping or bottoming. Okay. <laughs> um, for us, I think it's... Uh, it's one of the things where we're, we don't really identify as swingers. We've done it, and we enjoy it when we do do it. I said doo-doo. Uh, when we do do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's not something that... What the hell do you it identify as? Oh, we're, we're a dominant submissive. Amorphous. 24-7. <laughs> we, I, we thought, identify I thought you as, said you did we, identify as We identify as a, as a dominant submissive 24-7 couple that is fucking exhausted from children and in-laws. Right, well, that's, that's how we identify. <laughs> We break away as often as we can to have whatever fun is fucking allowed to us in the short amount of time we can get away. <laughs> Kudos to you. I.E. podcast. Yes, I.E. podcast every other week where we talk about all the things we want to do and then like once a year we get to do half of the stuff. So you're like the government. All is talking and nothing gets done. Yeah, oh. pretty much. All right. There's an electoral college Damn. involved. It's very... Yes. <laughs> we have to sit down, go through the lists. All well, right, you only three times as many I'm votes in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm right. Government, I'm Everyone gets a vote, and no one's vote matters. <laughs> I'm smaller, so my vote is smaller, you know. Yeah. That's, that's how it works. Um, hey, bring, bring, the, bring the phone line back for me real quick. Nerdy Girl, did that answer your question? Yes. Okay. Uh, does anybody else want to chime in on that while we're, while we're at it? No? Okay. Any other questions, ladies? That's good for me. Damum? Yes. Did you have any other questions for the for the hot seat for the for the new people? No. Okay, cool. So we're gonna jump into the submissive lines. Guys, we have the phone line muted, so if you wanted to send uh, send a message if you had another question, um, then we'll try and monitor. There's just a lot of noise on. Yeah, the there, there's a lot of there's a lot of noise coming through on the, on the line, so we just wanted to make sure that uh, <laughs> we want to make sure that we're we're not just blasting our feed with, with a lot of background noise. Um, we wanted to kind of get into the dispelling submissive male myths. So I'll, I'll just kick the question off. We have four men in the room that identify as either submissive or switch, and I want to know what is the biggest issue. That you think you come across identifying as a submissive, or when you're identifying as submissive, what, what's the what's the biggest misnomer that you guys wanted to try and tackle first? I, I think it's one that you are absent of masculinity, and that's not the case. Okay. It's um, it's it's a mental state of being more than a physical for me. Okay. So. That's the that's the big misnomer. Like, oh, this guy likes to be beat up and tied up. He's a real pussy. Blah blah blah. No, it, it, there's m way more involved with the behavior that I, I like to do, and that that's that, that's just a hard thing to broach with other people that just don't really get it. They're too locked into the conventional man on top, woman bottom, and 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 that's all you do. Okay. I think the stereotype in the past has been the word pussy whipped. Right. Yeah, that's and, true. I mean, I was called that in my first marriage, and I'm a pleaser. So if the wife wants something, yeah, I will try to accommodate. And that doesn't mean I'm pussy whipped. That means I'm trying to make my partner happy. Exactly. And I didn't know it then I was a sub like I do now. But, yeah, if you wanted to call it pussy whipped, that's because I was a sub. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> oh, here it comes. <laughs> no, I'm just oh, thinking. This is, um, it's going to explode all over the room. I, I, ha- I had an answer, and then OptiFree said something to make me actually want to change my answer. I, I think it's... Part of it's the... Um, the lack of masculinity, the appearance of lack of masculinity. I would actually even take that one step further. Um, I and maybe this is just my perception, but as someone who's been to swing clubs and, and someone who's seen um, the reactions of being a male submissive from the outside, I, I almost think there's a hint of. I'm trying to make this. I'm trying to say this without offending anyone or making it sound really terrible because I'm going to say it, but that's not how I feel. Yeah, we've never offended anyone. Never. There's there's almost this. Or at least I feel there's this vibe that if you're a male sub, not only are you not masculine, you're also possibly even bisexual or gay, to the point I that, agree with that. Y- you can't b- be both heterosexual, masculine, and a male sub. And I think it comes back to the traditional thought that homosexual men are weak and feminine and timid. Right. And this was a big obstacle I actually had to overcome when I first tried pegging, which is that whole like, oh, I've got a you know, dildo in my ass. Am I still straight? I am way hetero, like a hundred and ten percent hetero. And there's nothing wrong with being bisexual or homosexual. That's not that's not what I'm trying to say. But I think there's this uh, air that if you are a male submissive, either a you're not masculine, or b it goes to the next step that not only are you not masculine, you're not even straight. Like only yeah. gay men would be into that. There's no way a strong straight male would would want to engage in that behavior. That was kind of one of the things that I wanted to to talk about tonight because I know why why do we have that? I mean, well, I think part of it it's the cultural, but the more I think about it, a lot of it is history. If you look at BDSM in America, particularly the male submissive, it started in the gay leather bars. Like there weren't a whole lot of straight men who engaged in that submissive behavior. If you did, you it's because you were gay. And, you know, you had a, a partner who was a male dominant, and you were the male submissive, and the two of you were living together and shacking up and all that good stuff. But I think that everything that's with that deals with misinformation. And Essentially, nobody recognizes that an individual who's switch or submissive is just that way because they're comfortable. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, yes. I can agree no. with that because I, I, I don't think male submissives are anything new. I think we've had male submissives uh, for, for as long well, as we've had female submissives. Let me rephrase that. Are. They haven't been out and about. Right. Oh, yes. yes. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, mean think, well, I think our the, culture the has discovered female or has well, discovered yes. male and submissives. The mental image and when we speak of our culture, we're talking American culture. Right. Yes. 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 Okay. The well, mental since, image of the male submissive is one of the gay leather bar. It's right. not, you didn't see a whole lot of males who were like, hey, I'm a submissive and I'm straight. It was like the male submissives who were out and about were also homosexual. How many bisexual. members of the greatest generation, the World War II generation, were submissive men? Zero. None. Oh. No. Now think about I, that. I don't the, know. The reason being is because uh, you've never heard of one. No, I, I would. Yeah. I, all right. I, I would argue that they were out there. Of course. We oh just, yeah. They, they just didn't discuss it. Yeah. They just didn't discuss it because they were. Ooh, and I yeah. People who are not socially acceptable everything. do not make the history books. Exactly. Exactly. So exactly. We, re, history is written by the winners. The winners were the heroic men that came back from the war. So therefore, there couldn't have been an individual who takes care of their woman from home. Which, oh God, no. which brings me to, and I, I've spoken about this before. So uh, the article that I sent to the to the group chat about um, male—it's uh, called for male submissives—is male submission a form of weakness from a, a blog called the Submissive Guide. There's so little. Yeah, I was going to say there was so, so little, little literature about there, <laughs> not just about male Dick submissives, but boy. even written by male submissives. Most that must of what have been I upsetting. It was a little bit. Yeah, I was. I was like, I maybe should probably write my well, own book. Well, think of this. To, to piggyback on the um, being gay and being the submissive, mm-hmm. 
piggyback, meaning literally and figuratively. <laughs> Brown chicken. Waka, waka, waka. I, I identify as 3.2% gay. <laughs> and I think when I did come out of the closet on that subject about two years ago, it was weight lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. And I feel that I can be more, more easily submissive because yeah. I give that control and I am the bottom. And it just... It's easier for me that way. Okay. So as, as someone who's heterosexual, I don't think I, my experience would not nearly be as weighty as yours. But I, I think on a certain level, I kind of felt that same way. I had a coming to terms with my submissiveness. When I first felt that I might be submissive, there was a kind of, I don't say a crisis of faith, but it was like, it, there was this cognitive dissonance in my brain that, that Orchid Fire talks about. I, I had to unprogram all that programming that was in there. Still on it. <laughs> and once, and once I got all that wiring that, like, pulled out and the new shit pulled in, it was you're right. It's very freeing and relaxing being able to say who you are. But to your point, KMFT Mike, so the the article I, I found here, there's so little about male submissives, and most of it's written by women. So it was really hard to find an article that was written by a man about male oh. submissives. Um, he said oh, something noxious. in here. Yeah, seriously. Right. Real, real quick, can I, jump I don't in? have a vagina, Please. but here's what you should do with con with uh, yeah. you know, well, well, here it was the uh, the information that was written by women was written by doms. Femdoms about their experience with male submissives. That's so it wasn't okay. like they were speaking from a okay. place of ignorance. So, so, so before you get into that, I wanted to, being that you you two are new mm-hmm. and and you're still evolving. <laughs> Who is it? What what are you using as your reference points for discovery? I mean, I know we have a great community, and and there's a lot of us that are out there that will help you find the right people, but. I mean, how do you? What are you using as your, as your, as your standard, other than just trying to self-evolve? And I mean, what what do you? When I look at when I look at for me when I look at you know what a, what a good dom looks like, I have plenty of resource material to kind of go to and say, hey, all right, I should be able yeah. to learn how to do this. I should learn how to do this. I, should I don't. I don't, I'm not a male submissive. I don't know. What are you guys using? Can for I? Me? Can I start us? Oh. Okay. We don't follow any pattern whatsoever. The truth of the matter is that we have to follow our own path. We have to find everything by Braille. And if you choose to follow a pattern, what you're doing is you're you're following a stereotype that exists on somebody else's path. That's not mine. Basically, if I'm going to be a switch, if I'm going to be a submissive, I have to make my own rules. I have to make my own. Yeah, you find out everything. where you're on, where you're right. So to sure. say, who do I, who do I, who do I search and find and say that's you who I'm supposed to be? There is no starting point. You yeah. honestly, it's a rough road. Yeah. Okay. It's a very hard road. I wasted the first year, two years of my life in the lifestyle as a dom because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. Right. And it wasn't until same. It, it wasn't until Doll approached me and we had a good conversation and we we seen together and I called it my coming out party. And she taught me, and it was like the greatest night of my life. And I'm like, done. This is where we go from here. It's fantastic. So, yeah, it's it's to came after Mike's point. It, it's a lot of it is kind of making it up as you go along. Now, as far as um, resources that I consult, I speak to Doll a lot. I speak to other femdoms uh, around. Occasionally, I'll, I'll see what's online, but there's not a whole lot out there. And most of it is just trial and error. For like Dude, there's a switch. Trial and error. Sometimes female doms are very whoa. My goodness, you are so intense. My goodness gracious. Uh, <laughs> I love you guys. Woo. I, I, Man, you're I'm intense. Ass, I'm assuming there are just just on Fat Life, there are communities for submissive men, where you can kind of at least Not chat really. amongst yourselves. Yeah. I mean, I'm part of a few groups as a you know a top female. I have some groups, you know, like uh, straight men and the woman who love to peg them is one of them. Okay. You know, that's 
that's definitely, I would say, a male submissive group and also the female dominant. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a few. It's, I mean, like, few and far between. Like, anything that is not considered still socially acceptable. And I- even in the kink world, that's still something that we are accepting as a group. Mm. Sure. Sure. You mentioned something earlier. Uh-huh. Not, sir, <laughs> you with the face. Um, <laughs> essentially, you don't understand. You said that you don't get it. To us, that is the greatest barrier that exists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that you can't even imagine what it's like to relinquish control and to be able to say, okay, I don't need to be in charge of this. Well, I, I, have. I, have to, I have. to. I can relinquish command to somebody else who is very qualified, who is very loving, who is very caring, and I can go, eh, I, just, I, did, I, don't, I don't have to have it right now. So, I, all right, I, I, to be clear, I can do that, and I have done that. I just don't get any sexual gratification out of it. Because right. that—that's the part I don't wrap my brain. I think it's more about sexual. mental gratification, and not necessarily. So, so one thing the article says. One thing the article says is that men come to their submissiveness. Oh, subbiness. I just like that better. They come Subby. to their subbiness, subbiness is a lot in very fun. different ways. But the one, the guy who wrote the article, the the quote that he said, which sticks to me, and I know we've had this conversation before, says, "I'll be among the first to stand up and say sometimes I just want to be weak, or more to the point, I want to take a break from being strong." Yeah, like I, I get that. You, I, you, you know, are, you're a serial op- entrepreneur. You've got businesses you're running. You've got kids running around the house. You know, your your house is mayhem. Like, do you not just want to say like "fuck this shit" and just let's like that's it? That's Somebody my make a that's my vacation for me, from yeah. That, that is my mental vacation from the universe. That that makes total sense. That to makes me. total sense to her. <laughs> and 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 the way we work that out is, all right. I need a fucking break. Yeah. I'm gonna lay down and be like you. Rub my feet <laughs> and my hands and my back. Lower. <laughs> and it just kind of evolves from yeah. there. <laughs> Rub my head. Well, maybe yeah, we'll rub the my head. No, the other one. You find the freedom in the domination, and they find the freedom in the submission. Absolutely. Lower. Yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead. So, you know, I don't want to turn the tables on you, That's per fine. se, but... Oh, I'm um, sorry. No, let's all gang up on <laughs> Whatever. How, this how would is, not be the first time. How, how has your military background influenced your sexual lifestyle? Um, I don't... I, Tell I, them the finger I, in the butt story. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great story. We talked about that last week. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, Excellent. So... <laughs> <laughs> no, but you were saying like you had I some was, military buddies. Yeah, you're like, I, I ain't putting no finger on my butt. Oh, well, no, that feels good. And, uh, <laughs> and it was well, back back in me, back back when I was when, back when I joined the military, uh, the sexual orient- sexual orientation question was still one that you got. Right, like you you had to right. say that you weren't gay. That was, yeah, that um, was way before. And <laughs> and when you when you're running around in the Marine Corps. Yeah, you. Everybody has to be extraordinarily masculine. Sure. So, I got out of the core, and I caught up with an ex girlfriend, and the ex girlfriend, um, her ex boyfriend came about one day, and we were driving somewhere with his girlfriend, and uh, we got on the subject of sex for one reason or another because you know everything fucked the balls to sex with me, and uh, he had said something along the lines of, "Yeah, you ever like have like a a finger." In your ass, and I went, "Woohoo, no sir, that is a one-way. It actually has a sign: one-way traffic, do not enter." Yeah, and uh, and he is like, "Yeah, you need to do that." And I'm like, "Fuck you, you have no idea what you're talking about." And then you know, then we then the couple split up for the evening, and and my girlfriend at the time was like, "Hey, you remember that thing that? that Yeah, you need to try that." 
whatever. And then she did it, and I was like, whoa, that's so cool. And I fucking lost my mind. Uh, now, ever since then, you know. And then it was it was very, I mean, before that, you know, this one gave me a rim shot when I was like 18, and I, I think I hit the ceiling with yeah, Happy, yeah. with Happy, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was, was not expecting it. I was, you know, it was just, bing! Oh, shit. And she's like, ha Mr. NVT likes rim shots. And she wrote that down. And yeah, so, uh, so to answer your question, in the military, you know, that's very, I mean, when I was in, back in the, you know, early 90s, that was very frowned upon. Um, yeah, then they went through the whole don't ask, don't tell thing. And now yeah. they're not even allowed to ask anymore. So, yeah. Um, did I answer your question? Yeah. Okay. Um, to the point of, of, guys relinquishing control i think it's um you, you know for a guy like me i'm i'm on the center stage you know 24 7 on my job i have to make decisions i have to run meetings i have to tell people to do this do that i don't want to do that when i'm in leisure time yeah. guys no. and guess what i want a strong woman who is comfortable and confident and uh and what sh- what you know she and i are looking for so all the power to the girls. I mean, I, I'm all for girl power. Yeah. Let me t- let me tell you firsthand experience. I love Pretty Tarp with all my heart. I would run into a burning building to save her. Don't ever marry a submissive if you're a submissive, because the game of what do you want for dinner will never <laughs> fucking end. What do you want? I don't know. know. What do you want? What do you want? Put on the TV. End. What do you want to put on? Right, you want to put on? Like no decisions get made <laughs> in our well, the worst is when you know they do take that role and they want to be in charge of anything except in the bedroom, and then yeah. Mm. yeah. No, I. That's I another. That. That's another story. Now, to touch topic. to touch on that, I my first wife was very dominant, and after she had children, she became more submissive. Mm. So I had to step up and take that role. Do, do you and think that was hormonal? I'm just curious now. Oh, totally. The, be, yeah, becoming yeah. the mother and everything else. Three kids. She had. You know, she was in a whole different playing field than she originally was before we had kids. Yeah. And my mom didn't like her before she had kids. After she had kids, <coughs> my mom liked her because she settled down. But then that put the pressure on me. And as a sub, having to become the dominant in the relationship, yeah. it didn't work. Yeah. It's yeah. Apart. It's. I call myself the lamest dom ever because I can top if I have to, but I'm really, really bad at it. <laughs> like, technically, my wife's grandmother is 93 and she could drive, but should she? Probably not. Like, that's the analogy. That's a very good analogy. Yeah. Like, I, I'd be like, is that hard enough for you? Eh. Like, no, all right, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Wait, did the grandma or the other? <laughs> No, I, I miss that. But, but my dom is actually my dom is actually a switch. And if she asked me to top her, I would do it. In fact, I have asked her numerous times, would you like me to do Because I see that as sort of my way to serve her. I actually just texted her today. I said, hey, you know, it's been a while since we had the conversation. What what can I do to make you a happier person? Uh, if she if she wanted me to do that, I'd do it in a heartbeat. So That's something that um, Vamp and Slayer and I were talking about yesterday about uh, service topping. Where sometimes... Um, you will do something for your top and topping them essentially in order to please them. Yeah. So you're kind of topping them, but you're really not. You're really doing their instructions. Right. So that is another submissive act that you can do. You can service top. All right. We're, we're at break. 
All right, cool. Guys, we're going to go to break. This will be our last break for the night. We're going to come back, wrap up the submissive mail conversation, and we'll crap, we'll crap up the show. We'll wrap we're up the show. Crap out We've the already show. crapped up the show. Uh, Whatever. Not play, but thank you. <laughs> Drop go ahead and kick us out the break. Panelotis, thank you, hon. It's crap test. Toys. I know you're going to dig this. How about going to a broadcast partner of the Non-Vanilla Trist K101 podcast where you can have access to our show that much faster? At scottwillkillyou.com, you can listen to the K101 podcast as soon as it's available, before it streams up to Stitcher and iTunes or any of the other audio platforms we're on. In addition, you'll also find fresh episodes of Puck and Scott's funny movie review podcast, Our Reviews Will Kill You, and the Doncast, a podcast that discusses today's topics of a more serious nature. One-stop shopping, right? Type it in your browser window now. Hey, have your digital assistant remind you. ScottWillKillYou.com Because Scott will kill you with content. I'm just really trying to turn you guys on. That's all I want to do. I am wet, horny, and ready to fuck. You're listening to the Non-Vanillatrist K101 Podcast with Mr. NVT. Oh, I'm very wet. The K101 Podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. Why are we here? Debauchery. I know you're gonna dig this. I'm too pregnant. I stand still. And we're back. Thanks a lot, guys, for hanging out with the K101 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I should just not days? be allowed out in public. It's that simple. <laughs> Guys, if, you, uh, if you're if you looking for ways to support the show, go to our Patreon page, nonvanillatrist.com. Or it's, uh, always go to nonvanillatrist.com because that's the website. You can always find our stuff there. Uh, if you're looking to find us on Patreon, become a monthly patron. It's patreon.com forward slash NVT Studios. If you wanted to buy K101 merchandise, whether it's the really cool mug or the local T-shirts, we actually also have a... We have the the dungeon throw pillows with our K101 or new K101 logo on them. Uh, the link is in the ticker below. It's also in the ticker. description. Ticker. I barely know her. Um, it's also in the description of the video. Uh, if you wanted to make a donation, you could do that as well. Uh, that that button is right next to the merchandise button. So if you go to the merchandise link, look to the look to the right or the left. There's a tab there. You can click on that and donations. Donations get immediate shout outs on the feed actually. So if you're watching. Uh, they get immediate shout-outs on the feed during the live show, not during the recorded show, which is what we're doing now. Um, if you look over in the chair of honor, Sin has distracted me completely. Please. <laughs> Girl, you can dial a telephone with those things. I'm just saying. It's fine.
fucking cold in here. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Was, Thank you to whoever is in charge of temperature control. I'm sorry. All right, I was going to say, we're happy to be here. That was uh, actually done on purpose. I yep. actually turned it down. Okay. <laughs> I actually really like it. <laughs> Looking around the penis gallery, Wall Street is out here. KMFD Mike, Cersei no. and Mots, Orchid Fire, his happy pet, Twisted Janie, Vamp and Slayer, Opti Free. Chapin is our in-studio production assistant who's taking care of indoor photography and the chat and the phone lines because we actually do have two callers. And Pantaloni's Desco. Auto is running my video board. Sal's running my barnyard. We are my niece for this one. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm joined with my lovely wife, Nomilatris. We call her Envy. Uh, if you look... Oh, and Veritas is running around here, too. I can see him now. Get Amazing your, bastards! Get your get your hole. Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about submissive males, and there are men here who would be okay with that. So. <laughs> How are you doing? His happy pet just magically appeared in the production area. I would have thought it was an invitation. I got to be honest. <laughs> so we're wrapping up our conversation about dispelling the misnomers of submissive males. Um, it, can you bring up uh, bring up the phone lines for me? Thank you, sir. Ladies, do you have any questions for the submissive males? Do you have any points that you wanted to make? I, I want to keep trying to check in and 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 uh, and say hi and such because we have to keep you muted. Um, I don't have any questions at this point. Uh, it's been very interesting, but um, I don't. Sorry. Okay. Donald, were you still there? Yes. Did you have any questions for the guys? I can't think of any. All right. Just check. I just want to make sure. I don't want you guys thinking I'm just leaving you out there hanging and twisting in the wind. So, um, <laughs> are you are you ladies enjoying yourselves tonight? Just listening to the show. Yeah. A week before it's available to everyone else. <laughs> That's the other way yeah. you can do it. Yeah. You don't want to be if you don't want to be a monthly patron, but you want to get the advance notice. You just have to know when to call in and sit on the phone for an hour and a half and listen to the show. <laughs> While you're on hold. <laughs> that's good to let them all know. Man, that's everybody's gonna use that work. Super now. glad you advertised that idea. <laughs> Chapin's got to deal with that, not me. <laughs> Damn, that was, that was that was pretty cold, wasn't it? Sorry about that. I'm sorry, Chapin. I love you. Edit. So, guys, edit uh, here. <laughs> exactly. Clip. Um, so, guys, when, when did you when did you discover that that, that you had this subby side? I mean, how, how did how did that come about? I mean, well, as 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 men in our culture, we 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 just had this great discussion about how, you know, it's hard to discover, it's hard to learn. You have no point of reference. You, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of ways to discover. There's no set standard bar to try and aspire to, but yet it's still part of who you are. So how do you how do you figure it out? Like how how, how did you figure it out? I won't say stumble upon it, but it was you know doing some role play stuff and uh you know the the idea of hey you know i'm going to tie you to the bed this time uh from from my female partner it was like okay i'm i'm, I'm i'll do it <laughs> I, I mean I, I i tie you up enough so you know i i can i can reciprocate and it just, you know the whole thing comes back to just the you know not having to make all the decisions all the time right and you know, it's really fucking sexy when a girl knows what she wants and knows how to get it, and mm-hmm. is. I'll be honest that that part appeals to me. I, yeah. I I have been tied up before, and I can get a little gratification out of being tied up in that I'm being paid attention to. Right. 
and I don't really get to interact back. It's just so is I it, so I I understand that part of it. Is it too bold to say that you're being submissive? It doesn't matter if you're male or female. No, I think that's absolutely yeah. Accurate. Like, is that too? Because how he's describing it is very similar to how absolutely how I fell into it. Mm-hmm. So what you got, Wall Street? So we're going to grab Mr. Peabody and go way back in the way back machine. Um, <laughs> the more, you know, I, I'd like to say it's something I discovered when I entered the lifestyle, but the more I think about it, I think it's always been there. Um, I remember as a, a child, um, four, five, six years old, you know, when you first start to recognize that there's a difference between boys and girls, um, on the playground, um, kind of being attracted to or, 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 or wanting to be around the, the girls who are bossy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who were um, strong-willed. Uh, I remember watching He-Man as a kid, and, and my favorite character was Evil Lynn, you know, the strong female <laughs> villain. Uh, and I never really put it together um, as far as sort of what all that meant. And then as I got older and I started, got, you know, my sexuality started to develop and I got interested in pornography. And, and then, you know, in high school and in college, I would have fantasies, uh, you know, about sex with women where, where they would be the dominant and they would be on top. And I never kind of really shared it with anyone until the last, you know, six or seven years when I kind of started right. to express that. So long story short, I think it's kind of always been there. I've just never really kind of recognized and put it together until the last 10 years of my life. So so I'm going to go with your favorite character on Sherlock then is the woman. Mm. Mm. That girl um, was so fucking hot. fucking hot. Yeah, she is. Are we talking about? So when we say Sherlock, we gotta be careful because my mother-in-law calls elementary Sherlock. No, so we're talking Sherlock, about Sherlock, no. the BBC. Sherlock the BBC. The BBC. I'm no, embarrassed BBC. to say I didn't stumble into Sherlock till like season three, so I actually didn't see. It's on Netflix. I know, but they're also <laughs> like, I can't. I'm five movies behind on Marvel. Like I can't sit still for two hours. She gets um, naked. She gets naked. Um, it's her battle dress. Uh huh. Oh my. Um, strong. <laughs> Female villains yeah. were always kind of my excellent, my excellent. KMFD Mike, what do you got? Yeah, I want to give us a switch perspective on this one. Um, my the, the the thing that actually gave me the best perspective concerning a switch's mood concerning going dominant or going submissive actually was from you, Melly. Houston. Mm. Basically, it's what we feel like. It's how we decide. It's not a mood situation. Mm-hmm. It's what we decide when we decide to do it. Oh. It doesn't have to be a a rule, so to speak. It's where where are you? What what do you feel like at the moment? Communication is important. Mm-hmm. You need to discuss this with whomever you're with. But it's the most freeing words that I think <laughs> I've ever heard, and it speaks absolute volumes for me as a switch. She, she's our 100% mood driven sexual deviant. Exactly. You know it. We love we love that about you, by the way. <laughs> Just, Thank you, know, you. The sexual deviant part more than anything. I oh, I heard what you said. Yeah, it's, okay. it's okay. We're, we're allowed to label this one. <laughs> it's on. She kind of gets off on it, and I like that. Okay. So uh, there's that. <laughs> Go ahead. So on the uh, strong woman point, like he mentioned, um, mom is very strong, very strong woman. Okay. Raised me, and my first two wives were very dominant. Mm-hmm. But, of course, I'm not new to the lifestyle. And about two years ago when I met Twisted Janie... Our first conversation when we met, five minutes in the conversation, you're a sub, aren't you? I'm like, oh. nice. I, I, I guess. I, yeah. Had a girl. Had and a girl. it's been uh, a good downhill ever since. <laughs> 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 downhill slide into sexual <laughs> deviancy. 
<laughs> there are times when riding that tube is fun. <laughs> uh, that That's what she said. <laughs> sorry, I didn't I'm sorry. even know that he hadn't realized <laughs> yeah. it because he was such a classic submissive to me right from that moment uh-huh. that I was just like, oh, okay, so you identify this way, right? And he's like, um... Sure. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. That that was that's <laughs> that, that was me. that was this girl right here. That would be she, me. We were getting back together and we had the discussion, you know. And she's like, "Yeah, I used to do this for my girlfriend. I used to do this for my girlfriend." And she's describing all these things. And I'm like, "Honey, you're submissive." And she went, "No, I'm not. That's not." I was like, "Here's a book." And I gave her the book. And she's like, "Holy shit, I'm submissive." And I'm like, "I know. I I was trying to tell you that." <laughs> baby steps. Yeah, ba- it was it was baby steps. But once someone tells you that and helps you understand that, yeah, it it. It gives you a direction because you're just fumbling around until then. Right. It's a big but heavy side. You go, <sighs> it's only a guideline. It's not a rule. Mm-hmm. You can choose your own way. I don't like labels, and I think that no one should let force themselves to be in, in a label. However, labels can be very helpful for us. Yeah. When we find something that we go, oh, that fits me, I can kind of define myself now a little bit better, put it into words, what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And even though you may not exactly fit those words, it gives you words. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you need to be able to describe things. I mm-hmm. think you need to be able to have some sort of point of reference, you know, while, while you're communicating. And in that innately comes some sense of freedom with that knowledge as well and that understanding of yourself. Absolutely. But knowing that you can go anywhere. That's it. That's beautiful. I, I actually had the same exact reaction that you had, Envy, when I was like, you know, maybe I'm bi. Yeah. Maybe. And I asked one of my friends, I'm like, you know, I think I'm kind of bi. She's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. wait. What? Everyone yeah, always knows before I'm you like, do. <laughs> Who the, why the fuck didn't anyone tell me? Bullshit Wall Street said, and the last horse crosses so the finish true. line. Yes. <laughs> it's so true. It really is. You just, you, you have to have that moment. Go ahead. No? no okay. Good. He's enjoying this. Yes. Enjoying the scenery. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I get to stand over here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but we have a straight across the table. I get show. it. I get it. I have to crane my neck. That's <laughs> so pretty. Um, Chapin's <laughs> like, I got a zoom lens, motherfuckers. <laughs> my nifty fifty can get all of that. So, so guys, uh, in in regards to being submissive, what are the things that you want to? that you want to get off your chest about or, or what can we what, what advice do you have for other men who are submissive that want to that want to kind of come out and learn what, what do you what are your go-to what are your best habits what are your best practices take a vacation stop putting so much you know stress and anxiety on yourself to be the man in the bedroom or wherever you happen to want to fuck it it, it it's so much better and, and so much more uh I, I can't even come with with the right words. Uh, liberating that, you, you know, you don't have to be the, the you know the super stud in the bedroom, and you know, you don't have to um, run every fucking train there is, and just enjoy, you know, enjoy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For for me, coming into this fairly new, um, the biggest help for me has been mentors, people I trust, people I know in the scene, and finding somebody that I trust and completely trust during a scene that I just give up control because I know that she'll take care of me. So the second article that I shared in the group was the one written by a femdom about her experience with submissive men. And she talked about um, 
Submissive Men in the Lifestyle and Fantasy versus Reality. And she shared a couple pointers that I thought were really interesting that I, I didn't recognize uh, in myself until I actually sat down and kind of read the article. Uh, one thing she commented, uh, which I actually saw a lot of in, in my swinger life, was that many submissive men are, are very eager to try something out, but are very gun-shy when they finally get to it. She talks about how the number of cancellations she would have with new people or when she'd meet someone online and then she'd say, hey, let's get together, and then they would just kind of ghost mm-hmm. them. So there's a lot of um, fear when it comes to taking what those fantasies are and making them reality. So what I would say to submissive men is it, it's, <laughs> it's a scary jump. It's it's a small step, but it's a big jump. Um, don't be afraid to take it, because um, once you do, you'll be glad you did. There's going to be lots of things that are out there that you may thought you wanted to try, um, that you finds out when you do, you don't want them. Or you could turn out to be like me, where there's lots of things you never wanted, and now you want not just the chicken, but the mashed potatoes and the gravy and all that good shit. <laughs> I want all the things. <laughs> Some um, people need a feather. Other people need Thanksgiving dinner. All of it. <laughs> It, it's a journey. It takes time, and it's. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Some, back, some, something just happened off camera. You know, it's hysterical. It's Sad. a long that story. That was funny as shit, dude. Um, it's a journey. It takes time, and I am constantly evolving. Right. Every time I I seen or every time uh, the Dom and I talk, there's something new that I want to try that or let's look at that. I I I'm not the same person I was five years ago, let alone yesterday. So enjoy the ride. Okay. Can I add one thing? Um, oh, okay. Sorry. So we have a we have a call. There, yeah. There's a question on question on the call. Go ahead. Hi. Can you hear me? Yep. We got okay. you. Yeah. My question for male submissives is: Have you ever experienced sub frenzy, and if so, how? What resulted from it, and how you dealt with it? Sub frenzy. Sub frenzy. Is, is that what you said? Sub frenzy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that anything like subspace? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. you bird, you Wall Street, take it. I, I'm not actually not familiar with that word. Oh, my my understanding of sub frenzy is when you get kind of lost in the submission. It just becomes you're all, you're everything, you're all the time. It's almost um, uh, maybe almost unhealthy, like obsession, and just get wrapped up in the submission. So, so, so it, craving, almost like you can't make a decision for yourself. Yeah. Um, I have not gotten that. The closest thing I've actually gotten to is uh, Doll had to cut a scene short once. We were at Saints and Sinners, and I got um, the term I would use as irresponsible mm. because I'm one of those people who, again, wants to push the envelope so much that I had I, I refused to call red. I wouldn't even call yellow, and she could tell I was in a lot of pain. Mm. And she's like, no, we're done because you're not listening and you're not responding. So... Um, that's where the importance of having a good dom comes into play. Mm-hmm. And I know we've spoken about this before. This is why we need to have education on how to be a good submissive because yeah. I think so much out there is there's classes on how to be a dom, but no one teaches you how to be a sub mm-hmm. because the, the concept is, oh, it's just I just sit there and I take it or I tell my dom what I want and they do it. But there's there's a feedback. So much. You know, yeah. Communication that's is right. two ways. And if you're not giving your end of the communication, there's problems. I wouldn't quite call that experience sub frenzy is more a longer lasting mm-hmm. state, uh, mental state where submission becomes the goal, the yeah. prime focus, right. crave a dominant. Some yeah. submissives can end up with a dominantly harmful usage to them because they'll settle for the very first one because they crave it so the worst I got was a bad case of drop, but that's about it. <laughs> so 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 by that definition we we haven't we haven't experienced that, gentlemen? 
No, I, no, I don't think we can. Yeah, okay. It, yeah. it would have to take I've never a very seen it happen. convincing woman to, to get someone in that kind of place. I, I don't think I've ever heard of any female submissives in my personal circle I'm, either who have experienced yeah. that. I, I've, I've never had that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess we're just lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's right. mostly with newer submissives. Mm -hmm. I, I could see that. Because when you try something sure. new and you like it, you want it all the time. Yeah, you want it all the time. Right, right. It's addictive. Exactly. <clears throat> I said dick. <laughs> You're such a I am a dick. Yeah. I get it. I understand. Well, I have to ask is uh, you Go know, ahead. for for Dom services, I mean, what what is the the opinion about I hate, I'm not I'm going to say paying for it. I mean, that's there there is a a service you can find out there that Sure. Is, we, is we, that we've cool? had sex workers on the show. Okay. I'm a pro dom. Yeah. So yeah. And what are your questions? Mm -hmm. What are your rates? Wall Street, Frequent Flyer Club. It's funny you say it's this because this is a punch card. <laughs> this has been a natural. This has been a natural part of my progression from swinging to BDSM into poly. While I'm a submissive, I can't do it with everyone, and I yes. certainly probably can't do it with someone I'm paying. Because to me, it's not a business transaction; it's right. a deep personal relationship. Mm -hmm. right. If someone is going right. to top me, it's got to be someone that I trust implicitly. Mm -hmm. That's why, like, the only people who have taught me have been my partners, because it to me, it's a strong emotional loving connection. I, I obviously no judgment here as far as people paying for it. I would get zero gratification because it, it I don't get the, the feeling that, that I want out of it. A lot of times the men that come to me, not only are they um, trying to get whatever other kink they get out of it, they also have some sort of a findom thing in mm -hmm. it where they like to be controlled money-wise. They want to give their money to someone. They want to support someone. They want to help me pay for a new pair of shoes or whatever. So part of what they're getting out of it is not just being crushed or beaten or whatever it may be. They also enjoy the idea that they're giving their hard-earned money to a woman. See, I find that really interesting because there's someone uh, I know who was uh, looking for, for femdom services. <laughs> and it's like I, I, I solicited myself, hey, I understand you're looking for a male submissive. And we talked about what, what you know, what we start negotiations, what you're looking for. And she's like, well, I want you to pay my bills. I'm like, well, okay, I can go over to your house. and <laughs> No, let me finish. No, this is how – this is the fucking Asperger's. So, like, I'm like, okay, so, like, you want me to, like – like you give me your checkbook and I write checks. She's like, no, you <laughs> right. pay you paid I'm like, bills. I'm like, where? What gratification do I get out of that? Like I didn't. Yeah. Like that's what she basically. I don't want to say she wanted a sugar daddy, but she wanted a man who I, I, financially I think the idea is I actually, submissive. I, I personally know a girl who who identifies as a financial dominant. And, yeah. Yes. And they tend to be bitches. Yeah, and, and I'm like, hey, no judgment here, Men but like this that. is not what I'm looking for. Sorry. I <laughs> think the idea is that it goes more into their the rest of their life because when you're at work and you're sitting there, you know, sometimes you sit there and you're like, I've made this much money today. If I left early, this is how much money I would lose. They're sitting there at their desk or whatever they're doing thinking – this is going to go towards her shoes. This is going to go towards her gas bill. This is going to go towards... Yeah. And they're thinking like almost like she's controlling him the entire time mm -hmm. because he's working hard for her. Yeah, I, for I, I've... I've like the, 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 finan the financial dominant that I know, she's a, she's a stripper. She's an alternative model. She puts it right up on Fat Life. You message me. Mm -hmm. You're my bitch. 
and I do you do whatever I say and you send me money and yeah I'll say if I feel like it I'll send you some used panties or something like that and guys just throw money at this girl and that that was the same reaction I'm like well what do I get in exchange she's like well you get satisfaction of serving me I'm like no (laughs) 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 it's like we were this close and then I was like fuck no it's not for everyone it's it's funny I I told pretty tied up she's like you're not gonna pay her bills I'm like no she's gonna give me her checkbook I'm just gonna write them out I'm gonna write them out for her and then she's like She's no. Pretty tough. Like, no, she actually wants you to write her. Okay, all right. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not going to work for me. <laughs> Guys, do you have any other questions? I have for- a comment to make about. Go um, it goes As into the I. masculinity thing and the submissiveness thing, and this works for submissives of any gender, if any. Um, it takes a lot more power and strength to be a submissive than it does to be a dom. Humanity. In general, we have narcissism in us. It's what it's it's what causes us to survive and to thrive. If you weren't at least a little bit narcissistic, you would probably die off and not breed and all that. So, to keep control of your life and to have some semblance of control is actually a natural state. To give that control up to another person and trust them completely is such a strong thing. You are actually enforcing your your image as a strong woman or as a strong man. Because you can see that that is what is best for you and for them. We say that on the show all the time. I, I go, yeah. I, I go. I like to think I'm a strong guy. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, you know, I'm a martial artist. I'm a marine. I, I'm a dive master. I've been 160 feet underwater and the whole thing. Inside shipwrecks. What she? I can't do what she does. Yeah. I, that, this chick's amazing. I don't know and how you're the fuck she does. Awe, and she, and, you and to, she lives with me. And you want to take <laughs> that gift and just? It's so precious and. To betray that trust is the worst thing you could possibly Absolutely. do to yourself Absolutely. or to her. I could never it's get amazing. my period like once, let alone every like every <laughs> every single month. I don't know month? how women do it like, every Sunday month. I'm like shit, man. Like uh, no. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed your uh, three seconds of coming while I hold this baby for nine months. <laughs> Go ahead, so. So if, if a little bit of narcissism keeps you alive and uh-huh. viable then my ex-wife will live forever. <laughs> She's immortal. <laughs> there can be only one. <laughs> From the switch perspective of the earlier question of uh, what is it that, that allows us to, to be a switch, um, it's being told by somebody to whom you trust that this is okay. I mean, there was no other way around it for me. I started off being dominant because similar to Wall Street, this is what men are supposed to be. Of course it is. And it was a part of me. Sure. But there was something else. Yeah. It was something weird. It was something that said, I don't want to make this choice. Please make this choice for me. Mm-hmm. And it was something that I had to be told, you know, that's cool. You know, it's all right that that happens. And that at that point, KMFD Mike knew he was a switch. Outstanding. Uh, Sal, bring up, the, bring up the phones for me one more time just to make sure. Hey, ladies, are you still there? I am. Outstanding. Domum? That's me. Oh, did we lose Nerdy Girl? No, I'm here. Oh, all right, cool. You can tell. You can tell when when Nerdy Girl comes in. Uh, do you ladies have any other questions for the guys before we wrap up tonight's show? I don't think so. No, it, they're uh, pretty clear. Outstanding. Did you have any questions for anybody else while we're here? When can you kidnap? Me? <laughs> 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 create a GoFundMe. Exactly. Yeah, you have to create a GoFundMe first because <laughs> that's that's a lot of us. <laughs> I have a white paneled van. Will that be sufficient? <laughs> Here we go. There's no windows. Is that all right? 
You, we could actually just use Wall Street's car. There's plenty of room for a person in the trunk. I'm just saying there is room for a person in that trunk. Does the person have to be assembled? This is no, no, no. There's a glow in the dark. Okay. Hang on. So, so actually, pretty tied up, and I got a new car. Her car, because her, her current car was dying, so we got a new one. And it's actually the same make and model as mine. So now between the two of us... We can fit two people <laughs> in those trucks. Awesome date night couple rape. <laughs> Wall Street, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Send me the send me the video oh, of you getting out of your trunk. Send me the video of you getting out of your trunk, and I'll put it up on our Patreon for our patron supporters. They can watch you climbing out of your trunk. I gotta figure out how to do that. That is hysterical. Is that on Marco? It's on Marco. If you go back to that video, you can download that to your phone and then just send it to me on Facebook. Envy, you had something before we went before we left. This is the yeah. This is the very completely off topic. Completely off topic. Okay. We were talking about way to wrap up the show, babe. Kidnapping people. Do you remember the time we were driving through town and we saw the white paneled van that said Candy K A A? Oh yes. Why Just spray painted on the side. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like a graphic. It was some dude spray painted a white panel van with candy. On the other says it says puppies. Exactly. It rubs the lotion on the skin. Thinking of like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang here. Three puffs lollipops. It was so bad. It rubs the lotion on the skin. It does it every time. It's told. <laughs> are it we good, so guys? Bad. We were like, uh, let's roll out. Ready when we are. Hey, guys, thanks a lot. Go ahead, start the outro. Thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Nominella Trust. Thank you to everybody in studio OptiFree, Vampit Slayer, Twisted Janie, Orchid Fire, Wall Street, Cersei and Knots, KMFD, Mike, Sal. Great job running the boards tonight. Chapin, Veritas, Pantalones, Desca, Auto, Sin Kitty, Envy. You're lovely. I love you the best. You're, you're, I, I don't know how the fuck you put up with me. Guys, we'll be back next week. Thanks a lot for hanging out with the K10 Podcast. Later. Bye-bye.
Can I smell it? 